Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Here. Yeah, yes, we're finally here. Any baby news? Yeah, the the baby was born last night at ten fifty seven. I have not seen <laughs> I have not seen a photo yet. I'm exhausted. Like I just gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go over there this morning? No, not no. I, I will after this. Yeah. I figure I'll give them a couple hours. <laughs> awesome. Is there a name or not yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, no name, no picture. So oh. just uh, I, I, apparently it was pretty um, uh, like she was in labor for, you know, almost 24 hours. And then they had to do an emergency C-section. So I think it was a lot. Like oh. my, my brother could like they rushed her. My brother wasn't even in there. Like he heard the baby cry, you know, like and it oh, was wow. like he's born, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear the story. But awesome. now but now I feel like I'm getting sick. So I'm like, damn, like, I'm not going to be able to go hold the baby or anything. Like, I'm losing my voice. Uh, ugh. So annoying. Maybe just from running around, maybe. Yeah, I'm drinking tea. We'll, we'll see if I can. You know, sometimes it's like that morning thing, too, and then you feel good later. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, we've been busy, so it could just be a rundown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As many of you have anticipably, anticipatedly, <laughs> I can't say it. It's too early. Um, awaited. Uh, yeah, because the party went late, and then we went to an after party, and then we drove home we as in sober holly not not sober sarah <laughs> and then yeah so it's been a whirlwind since the vanderpump rules premiere party with the cast it was i thought fantastic yeah i felt like um that i felt people were confused when when like the they started doing like the red carpet on um, TikTok and Instagram, they're like, wait, I thought it was, you know, January 30th. Um, yeah. But this was, so this was the screening event um, hosted by Bravo. And yeah, it was. I mean, the cast usually does the cast party a week before. Mm -hmm. So this is a little more than a week before. And this is also, now they changed it a bit. Like, like it's usually just at a bar. Um, even like, what, two years ago, it was on Sheena's rooftop you know, mm -hmm. um, but they, they went all out and they invited people. So they invited, we got that free invitation as media, but then they opened it up to um, just, you know, viewers as we're all viewers. But um, if they wanted to buy a ticket, you could buy a ticket for $200. Uh, they really only announced it, what, like a week before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so, I love that they opened it, though, to everyone. Like, I think that is so cool. Um, you know, a few years ago, we would have been right there <laughs> buying the ticket, too. So it, it was like, I, I liked that they, well, you know. And it was, it, was cool. it seemed expensive. But once we got there and looked around, and it was well worth the 200 I think, because 
you had, I mean, they had really, although I think they did the apps a little too late, but apps, um, I guess with the $200, you got two free drink, free drink tickets, whereas like the other uh, ours was open bar, but still two drink tickets. And then it was very spacious. There was plenty of places to sit, walk around and lots of photo ops with the cast. So I think if, you know, you could get a photo with any of the the cast that you wanted. There was a little bit of a line, you know, like when it was Lisa's turn to take photos, there was a little step and repeat. So people just walk up, take their photo. I would say there's a little bit of line for, for that, but not too bad. Yeah. As in like 12 people though, like, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't like you're going to stand there for an hour or anything. It was, it was very, uh, yeah. I was like, this is cool. Even Sandoval had a line. Mm-hmm. Who's taking that picture? A lot of people. All right. I guess I don't want to piss any listeners off. <laughs> they're probably not listening. Um, if they're Sandoval fans. So, yeah. I mean, okay. The, the food was really good, except our, at the beginning, all we ever saw were these, like, little lobster arancinis. And, like, Holly and I don't eat lobster. And, and then, like, popcorn. But it's fine. And made up for it with the drinks. But then afterwards, they came around with like, they weren't even sliders. They were like mini burgers. <laughs> There's a chicken one, a beef one, a vegan one, um, which was good because it helped soak up my 57 pumptinis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So where do you want to start? From the beginning? Yeah. So it's at the Hollywood Palladium. Um, they do say valet, but first come, first serve, and they expect it to fill up pretty quickly. So, you know, we had to battle, like, literally 5 o'clock rush hour traffic in, you know, two horribly trafficked counties, Orange County and L.A. So we're on track to get there around, like, 6.30, then it bumps to 6.45. No problem, because Holly and I always get to these events early, and we're like, for once, let's just be fashionably late like everybody else well, then Holly pulls up the live stream and we're starting to get FOMO because everyone's getting seated. The, all of the cast is there by 6 p.m. on the date. I had thought they would trickle in later. Like, so that was hard. Yeah. But, I, but again, I love that they had the the live stream going because we were in traffic and I was able to hold the phone up for, and you know, we could listen to the audio and we got, so we got to see what like the cast was wearing before we got there and stuff. So it actually like helped that last part of traffic, you know, go by quicker. And we were like, we jumped out of the car and boom. Yeah. So we finally get there and we pull up. I'm like, I'm just going to, before going to the parking lot or garage, I'm like, I'm just going to see if valet's still taking cars. So we can go right in and sure enough, they were all still taking cars, but they're like, oh, are you with the Palladium event? We're like, yep. And they're like, oh, just drop it off here. No charge, nothing, free. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, when does that ever happen? So, like, as far as the party production, like, everything was free. Yeah. Like, I, I was expecting the... I mean, I was expecting the open bar until you said something about two drink tickets. I'm like, mm, that's reasonable. Um, but then it was open bar. Yeah. So. 
I, w- I was I was reading that on the uh, the Eventbrite page, you know, like that, it, that 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 was their rule, the general admission rule or whatever. It's tough for bartenders in ballet these days because nobody has cash, so nobody tips. They do get their banquet service charged, so they're still getting their tip. It's just, you know, it's such an unnatural feeling not to tip a valet or a bartender that it was really irritating me. And I, of course, this was the first time I, like, didn't have cash. Um, But nobody was. But then I was out at the main bar, and, like, I think I was drunk enough. I'm like, this is just so unnatural. I'm like, do you have a Venmo? (laughs) (laughs) Dumb, but so I tipped once. But anyways, um, so we walk in and they have like the merch booth. They've got all sorts of neon signs and step and repeats you can take pictures at. Yeah. A coat check. Yeah. I checked I, I checked my coat. I, I was like, yay. <laughs> Could have used that at the bungalow. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> speaking of, so I'm jumping ahead, but I think it was after the screener. I'm a solid six, five or six pumptinis in. And I see like, oh, there's James and Allie on the floor. They're talking, but like he's on the outskirts and he's kind of like turning around, just like looking, like not really like engaged in anything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go walk up. I don't know why, because I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask for a picture. And so I literally walk up and he immediately like turns because that's kind of what he had been doing. He's just kind of like, do, 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 do. And I walk up and he looks and he's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and he's looking at me and the energy I got, it's, you know, cause we either have one James or the other James. <laughs> it was like contained. It was the one James, the bad James, but it was contained <laughs> But he couldn't help seep through his face. Like, he was cordial and polite. And he was like, hi. And he looks at me. And I'm like, hi. And But all that was seeping through his face was, I, oh, God, not this stupid bitch. <laughs> like, he was, like, gritting through his teeth to be polite. He's like, how are you? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, great. And then, like, there's nothing to say. I'm like. Well, I was just at Bungalow last week, you know, to support your event. He's like, great. Like, (laughs) one word answers. Nothing. I'm like, yeah, it's my hometown. I love that place because there's nobody saying anything. And so I'm just (laughs) rambling on. I was just kind of waiting for Allie to turn because, like, at least that would break it up. And I was going to say happy birthday. But she never turned around and she was busy talking with people and I didn't want to interrupt her. And I'm like, okay, then. See you later. Oh my gosh. It was so awkward. I appreciate that he was being fake nice because he kind of had to be on his best behavior at that event. But yeah, it's that guy's such a moody motherfucker. That's hilarious. Like, I, I wanted a little more of a Jack's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> thank you so much for coming out to our event last week. <laughs> I didn't get that. Yeah. I was really looking for it. But oh well. <laughs> I feel like 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 the theme of of your conversations for this event was like reminding them how much we've been around them. <laughs> yes. Like oh my god. Oh That's my right. god. Yeah, like, but like it's so hard not to do that because it's like they you're trying. 
they meet so many people and they see so many people. So they they look at us with like that. It's the face of like, tell me how I know you again. You know, so yeah. you're like trying to help them along. You know, it's like, oh, like, you know. Like, you know the face, but, like, they're not like, oh, that's how – I mean, there are a few, obviously, Ariana, Sheena. But they the rest, like, know the face, but they're like, hmm. Which, well, Jason knew very well. Oh, Jason. Jason knew. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so right because I did that to Schwartz, too. Something – of course, you know, I bring up Minnesota. I did not bring up the Blackberries, <laughs> but I brought up Minnesota. He's like, oh, really? Where? I'm like – and I'm like, honey, I've been talking to you for nine years. What do you mean, where? Then <laughs> just start going off about like the teen nightclub I went to that was in his hometown, and he didn't know about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's right there. It's huge. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, <laughs> he is very nice, very patient. Oh um, my god! And then I did it to Brock too. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at the bar, shocker, and Brock walks up in his heels. And I'm like, oh, hey, Brock. And he's like, hey. Um, you know, and it's not really registering, but it's kind of. And I'm like, oh, we just saw you last week at Bungalow. He's like, yes, yes, I remember. Yes. like, And he truly did, which is a good step for Brock because he usually kind of looks through us as well, even though we've met a hundred times. But I do, like, my, my thing about Brock is um, – and if you guys ever are out and like wondering, like, should I say something to him? Like, absolutely, you should because he's yeah. he's super nice and open to everyone. Like he he does like he's he treats everyone like that, and it's it's fun because you can sit there and he'll have a conversation with you. He might not really like be thinking about it, but you'll feel like he is, and then he moves <laughs> on. You know, like it's it's a it's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, and and he said he's like. No, no, no. I remember. He's like, thank you guys for turning up to all of these types of things or these things. So it's like, okay, he knows that he sees us at all of these events, um, that sort of thing. And yes, I concur. He's very approachable and very kind with people. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's that. I did not. Um, well, I kind of did with Sheena because Holly said, Sarah, why don't you take the picture with Sheena since I never take pictures? And I'm like, that's, yeah, I guess. Okay. I think. I, well, I it was, it was biz- when, when she walked by, she like didn't know what to do with us. And there was like this like awkward moment of like her standing there like, what, what, what's going And I'm like, oh, like, let me take your picture. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do because there was like, like, she was like, like, eh, 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 like trying to walk away and stay. So I was like, oh, like, let me take your picture. And that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're on their way somewhere. And then she stopped and did the hug thing. And then it was like, yeah, I, I guess I wasn't thinking about picture, but so we did that. And then I didn't, uh, um, I don't know. She got on the one side and for some reason I thought that was her side. She didn't like, I'm like, well, which side I'm like, I'll defer to you. You can choose. And I think, you know, what was happening in her brain. Cause uh, uh, this proves it later. I think she was worried about the lighting and the fact that you were taking it and she wasn't taking it. Uh-huh. Like she's very particular about her pictures as I am like, I'm horrible. Obviously that's why I never take them. Um, so I think in her brain was, I'm supposed to be over there. Cause her and Brock and, Oh, she had a handler, a security handler. And he was like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. So I think she was feeling the pressure of that. But then, uh, but then the lighting, um, and I said, 
oh, this is weird. I'm like, you know me, and I'll, I never take pictures with you. I'm like, in all these years. So there you go. I did make an all these years reference. <laughs> but later, okay, so so she, you know, she's kind of like scooted out with the security guy later after the show, and we're down on the floor and talking to whomever. Um, we run into her again, and she's like, hey, hey. How did that picture turn out? Like, she's been thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. I go, I haven't looked. It's a trigger for me. I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. She's like, no, let's retake it. Let's get some good ones. And she had her, like, this really cool phone, Lumi light thing. And so now she's holding it with the great lighting. And she's controlling, like, the angle and the picture. And she's like, I'll send them to you. I haven't gotten them yet, but I don't want to bug her. She's very busy. Um... So I think that was, um, I think part of it was like, oh, this is dark. Because the bar where we took the picture, it was really dark. You know, I think she knew it wasn't going to be a great picture. <laughs> and, you know, I appreciate that. I think the now, picture is good. Now maybe I'll have a I, better why, why didn't you post it in all of your posted pictures? I didn't like the picture. Well, why I did just, you post mine? Because I liked your picture. Well, I didn't. <laughs> well, I can take it down. No, it's okay. I, I showed it to you and you said, eh, it's okay. I hate my Alex Baskin one. Yeah. You know what, though? I actually, I'm like, this doesn't look like you at all. I had that thought. I'm half blinking. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted the Alex. In no, that. I know. I know. That's why I don't care that it stays because of that. You know, I like. I put it on the story, right? It was just Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> That one I didn't story. I just Facebooked it um, just for, to show the people Alex. Yeah, yeah. But I really – I do agree. I don't think that picture looks like you at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But I thought you said fine. It's fine. I, I, I Yeah. Oh, I just – I didn't get to look at it close in there. I, I guess what are you supposed to say? It's fine. It's fine, laugh. Sarah. Okay? <laughs> You're not going to go ask for another one. It's fine. Well, I was so like – I would, I would, when I, I actually, I would have gone. And then by the time I, like, I, I think he was already gone. It was like around 10 or something when I was looking for him. Oh, he was nice. So you guys, we went up to Alex Baskin, the head honcho, and he was very chatty with everyone that came in and we walked up and we're like, I was about to explain who we were. I was like, hi, Alex. And he looks at it. He gave us the Jack's reaction. He was like, his face lit up. He's like, hi, you guys. How are you doing? <laughs> so, so that like implied like he knew us. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm Sarah, this is Holly. And like, I I don't know. Was he just giving that reaction to everyone or did he truly like, yeah, I know. I felt, I mean, I, I'm going to take it as he knew who we were. I'm just going to go with that. Like for my own ego. Um, well, he likes a lot of our stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I have always been like I've followed his stuff like really closely, like way back before even anyone even cared who he was. And I, I um, similar to like producer Jerry, like I'm just like into it. Um, but yeah, we've always liked his stuff, and you know, like I feel like we're very supportive. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you want to see him. It's not a good picture of him either. It's all blurry. <laughs> I, I can't use my camera. I need the new phone. I just, I'm still procrastinating. 
Well, the, the, yeah, but the lighting in there was all purple. So, like, everyone looks, like, bruised and, like, weird because it's just, like, weird lighting in there. So unless you had those – a big old loomy light, you, you weren't getting, like, crisp photos in there. Well, speaking of, because I know a lot of you and yourself included – um, just brought up the pictures I posted and people were like, these are great. Thanks, Sarah. I'm like, they are not great. My pictures suck. So I'm waiting for Holly to post hers because she got good pictures. Um, uh, yeah, mine are okay too. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through them and I will post. And then my, I have videos too. And I tried to, so backing up to like the whole like event or whatever, the, the super cool thing for us was, Sarah and I were able to watch the episode before we got there because we got a screener. And so I, when we were in traffic and stuff too, I was, if, if we had not have seen the episode, I would have been like pooping in my pants to get there and make sure that I could soak everything in. But I felt a little like less stress that like we had already seen it. So anyways, when it was time to watch the episode with everybody, it was really cool to watch the audience because I don't know some of the feelings that I had about the episode I was waiting to see what the crowd was going to react to what they were going to laugh at what they were going to clap at what they were going to boo at things like that and it was it was really cool to watch that and I absolutely saw producer Jerry and a lot of the other producers watching that as well and I I I can imagine what that feels like for the cast too you know like ooh, like what do they think yeah, and all eyes were like on Ariana too when there was the scenes with, with well, with Schwartz trying to say hello. Oh, oh, wait, no, forget it. <laughs> there were some scenes where it was very uncomfortable where everyone like wanted to turn and look at Ariana. I'm surprised there's not a story out like Ariana Maddox so upset she had to leave cast premiere early or something. Um, but you guys, she had to leave. This girl. Landed at like 2 p.m. on Wednesday from New York. Obviously got hair and makeup done. Was at the thing by 6. And then had to leave. She had to leave like in the middle of the trail of the episode to go get on a flight again. Like a red-eye flight back to New York. Like crazy. Yeah. Like don't, do you think that they obviously like required her to be there? Absolutely. Like, and I actually don't feel that bad for her. I, 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 that's, it's her job. And it's not like if she's going to take extra things on, then like this has to be her first priority. I'm sure that's what her contract says. So, you know, she, she's getting these opportunities. Like that's, that's the breaks. You got to hustle. Um, but yeah, I was, she, I would say she watched maybe the first five minutes of the episode and got up. Like it was oh, okay. right, yeah. yeah, right before anything happened at all that could give any reaction to her. She was gone, so I was like, yeah. "Oh, right." Um, but yeah, as we were watching, it was interesting because there was moments, and um, you guys, we would love to talk about the screener and the you know the episode at the party, obviously the same one. But it's very strict from NBC Universal. You cannot speak about it until it airs on the 30th. If we were to do so, that you know, they could revoke all of our, you know, perks, um, and we'll never get anything ever again. So we can't talk about it. Um, but what you know, obviously, we're going to talk about the party. But it was interesting, like Holly said, watching the crowd because there's moments 
when normally, and this happened to us a lot at the finale at Sir, when we were watching that, you know, our whole table would be like, whoa, ah, or laugh or scream or gasp. So there was those moments in this episode and you're expecting a gasp from the audience or a laugh or a cheer or a boo. And it was just like flat dead air. Like there was no, not much reaction. No. And, and then towards the end of the the episode, I felt like everyone started talking. Yeah, um, which I was like, "What the heck?" Um, but I this this is, and I feel like this is like completely safe to say. I'm not saying anything. I just I feel like this is what like all of us are going to be doing. Everyone who's watching the episode for the first time, whatever. Like you're you're not moving because obviously, like it was the most traumatic season last year we're all still recovering so you're like you're sitting there soaking it in it's like your friend like telling you they got arrested or something and you're like sitting there listening and going well then what happened then what you know like and so you're like you're soaking it all in and so like I think we're gonna have to watch a couple times to start getting those reactions and maybe like laugh and stuff but I was watching so closely that like I couldn't even have the reactions I think they expected yeah so, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I mean, it could just be, too, like, this is the first time they really do it with a, you know, audience of listeners. Either everyone's just, like, hyper-focused, they don't want to miss a second, or it just fell flat, or just a combination of factors. People talking, drinking, preoccupied, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would say... It, while that was shocking, it actually wasn't shocking because it was kind of on par with our initial reaction. Yes. Yes. So we can say that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still very excited, like, you know. Yeah. Like, like we said, even the a bad episode or a bad, which it wasn't, or a bad season is still a great season to us, the super fans. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, it, so I, I'm having such a hard time holding back right now. <laughs> um, we're going to, not not, not the second, talk about Raquel's podcast, but one of the things that the, the interviewers on the red carpet at this party, I was shocked that they asked James, it was James and Allie, and they're like, oh, which podcast would you rather listen to, Raquel or Sandoval's? And the other one of them, they're like, uh, uh, like they didn't want to answer. And then the interviewer like pushed it further and says, so what is this about Graham? And like, he's like, well, I don't know. I haven't listened. Is she talking about Graham, Kraka? And he, the interviewer is like, yeah, that you trained Graham to be a biter. <gasps> it was like such an awkward question. And like, he was obviously like, what the hell am I supposed to say to this? He's like, uh, uh, like, weird. <laughs> Put him, put him on the spot, man. Oh my it's like god! Like he just accused him of abuse or something, like, and then said it in that interview. What's this I hear about you trading <laughs> Graham to be a blighter and attack people? <laughs> you know, like, oh, awkward. Yeah. Whew. Okay. So what else? We saw. We said hello to Ken. We said hello to. Lisa, Lala's mother in the bathroom. <laughs> I said hello to James's mother in the bathroom. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
She was very kind, very nice. Nice. Um, we, I walked by and waved and said hello to Erica, Sheena's mother. Um, Terry was there, Katie's mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought it was cool that all the moms were there. Like, all of the moms were there. No, they weren't. We're missing Dana and she- Sherry. And they're a very integral part of the mom group. <laughs> it's just not the same. I um, I saw her comment on, like, the posts that the moms were making. Like, it must, that must suck. You know, like, just to see that, like, you know, the show's going on. They're at this, pr- this screener yeah. premiere. Like, you know. And she's, like, best friends with Terry. Mm-hmm. I I would I re really needed Dana at that open bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. She's she's just great amongst the like all of the viewers too cuz she really soaks it in. The other the other moms like a lot they stayed on the couch like they like I saw you know a, they went to the bathroom a bunch of the time but like very discreetly like they don't want any like, attention brought to them you know they like the limelight but they're not seeking the limelight yeah like they're not um, they're not looking around as they're walking for people to like talk to them you know like they're just they're there do you know who Dana's like but like a, like a positive fun version of Monica's mom <laughs> like she so desperately wants to be on the show herself from Salt Lake yeah. But like an, an, a good version. Yes. A fun, a fun, light, positive version. Um, all right. Okay, Lisa. Um, okay, what did you think of all the outfits? Um, the biggest one that like I, I have to say, I didn't get to see Lala in the um, space where we were. Like – I everyone else I literally had like a face to face moment with but Lala I did not and looking at the pictures of her outfit I I wish I would have seen it in person because maybe I would have felt different about it because I can't believe I'm saying this right now but Katie's outfit in person in the lighting looked way different than it did like in the the Lumi light photos where I didn't hate it as much in the room. But in the photos, I'm like, whoa, that like it didn't look like that, though, to me in the room. I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. But yeah, like I noted Katie, I thought she looked really good. Um, and I really liked the top part of her dress, but I, I didn't care. It was two pebbles Flintstone for me on the bottom. Like it's like. You know, and I'm all cool with opposite fabrics, opposites, you know, that sort, sort of thing, uh, leather and lace kind of thing. But I don't, it's because it's always a little bit of a miss for me with Katie, but she, she looked great in it and she pulled it off well. Yeah. So. And I, I didn't notice the, the pattern like in the, in the root, like when we were in that, that, like it just looked dark. And I, yeah, it, I thought it looked good. But when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, wow, that looks like I, it felt very different in person. Um, but yeah, Lala's just from like the choice of her outfit to her shoes, like the just the whole package. I was like, huh? She, I, I, it was just like very different from every what everyone else was wearing. Yeah, you guys, if you haven't seen it, she was wearing like a a sports jersey with black nylons and then like yellow pumps or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, she wore something similar on Watch What Happens Live. Uh, I'm sure she was comfortable. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, like, and if it, like, 
I like that if that's like truly her style, which I believe it is because I have seen her out and stuff like that a lot, um, then like go for it, you know, but it's just everyone else was in like sparkling gowns, you know, so it was just like a big contrast. Yeah, online I'm seeing the general consensus of people saying Allie was the best dressed. I mean, she looked very like polished, maybe pageant, but polished. Her hair was sleek. The gown was beautiful. I mean, she's a walking clothes hanger, so it's impossible for her to, like, not look fantastic. Um, her and Sheena had some very similar dresses, although up close, very different. Sheena's was, like, the the big sequins, like, the big crunchy kind of sequins. And then Allie's was more of, like, a beaded, a little bit Gatsby. of fringy, beaded, sparkly. Yeah. Uh, I, I would imagine Sheena was not happy about her dress being like that they were both in silver. I thought it it, it 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 was like they're literally in the same dress. Like if you looked from far away, it was like they were matching. Um, and then obviously close up, yeah, it was much different. But yeah, far away and in, in pictures similar. Yes. I, I talked to Ariana for just briefly. I wasn't crazy about her dress. I, I, I thought that the um the color what like it um it could have worked like it almost worked but yeah not it didn't quite work and the cut was was like a risk and she's she looks incredible so it like it yeah, worked she really good um and it like it very much like showcased like her like perky butt and her you know her yeah she, her curves she, looked amazing yeah in it. and like yes. her skin was. Her skin was flawless. Like, I see how the dress was designed to, like, really enhance that. Um, but sometimes when you wear something like that, unless you're standing still and we can, like, admire that when you're, like, walking around, it kind of loses that because you're like, huh. And then you see it, you know, but it's, like, the the overall look, like, something like Allie was wearing looked better because it was just, I don't know, just flashier. I think it was, like, when you have, like, too much, like it's a baby pink and then there's a lot of ruching and then there's like, Oh wait, it's see-through and it's the peekaboo panties and the like, so there's where it gets to be a little bit too much. Like just go with one theme instead of like three different, four different, I don't know, like too much. Yeah. Simple. I, but I, 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 I liked her hair. Too. I liked her makeup. I thought yes. she looked really good. Um, it, it did like she, it seemed like she was, like, she knew what she was there to do, and she knew she was leaving. Like, that was, like, kind of the vibe I got from her. It wasn't, like, everyone else yeah. was really there to, like, soak in everything. And, yeah, she was in a hurry. So it, it kind of felt like that. Hey, you guys, you heard us talking on the last podcast. So I was like, where's Ariana's cat? Because Ariana's cat. Because I'm going to make a conscious effort to switch between Ariana and Ariana. To please, everybody. Um but you guys, you know, we've been wondering because part of the reason with the house is she didn't want to keep uprooting her cat because it's hard for cats to adjust much more than, I mean, dogs, at least in my experience. But I think that's kind of universally true. Dogs care where the owner is. Cats really like their known environment. And so we're like, shoot, did she bring her to New York? Did she bring her to the Airbnb? Is the poor cat stuck with Sandoval? The cat is in New York. And Brad is the pet sitter, which is why Brad did not come to the cast party. Cause he was in New York pet sitting. <laughs> um, I mean, like, so when Sarah told me this news, I was like, uh, that my first reaction was like, I'm so that, that 
that really explains like where Ariana is like in her journey of this because you know she had explained that like she didn't want to uproot the cat and like that totally made sense like with the house and everything now that the cat has been uprooted because you know she's she has to be in New York and everything that's like like we're 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 moving now you know what I mean like I I just it just makes me so happy that she was able to do that and the cat is there and I, I don't know I just think that's good news I don't want, I don't, I want Ariana to get the house, but I'm glad that the cat is safely out of the house. Yeah. Um, Lisa had, why are we surprised though? Like with all of Lisa's wealth and access to shopping and stylists, I don't think she's ever had a stylist a day in her life. Again, she looked fine, but it's like, it was a weird length. It was like mid calf house coat with like fur trim <laughs> fake fur I'm sure <laughs> but I'm like it's a house coat is that what we're we're really wearing that and then that like tea length that it just I don't understand but wait it's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna watch my video of it to see what the length is that you're talking about let me see where is it's like it mid-calf it's like home homecoming in the 80s length it's like Jessica McClintock length <laughs> Okay, I see it. I see it. Oh yeah. Okay, so it buttons down like all the like to like, like mid thigh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, to be fair, I thought it was going to be cold. Like it was. It was it has been cold. True. So and then it was actually like quite nice when we went. So. Um. Okay. Okay. Can, can wait. Can we talk about um, Sandoval's outfit? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what I thought he looked like. A corpse, like a corpse that has a lot of like extra, like thick tan makeup on, like the thick makeup you use to like cover up tattoos on film and stuff. Yes. But like, and then it's like a shade darker than it should be or something. And, and like, it looks great on film, but when you see the, the, like when the person comes out, like into daylight, you're like, whoa. Yeah. You look dead. Like literally like corpsey, corpse vibes. Uh, so I already felt his energy before I saw his energy when I was at the bar talking to Brock and I'm like, Oh, I, I swear to God, it's like something attached to me, like, you know, an entity. It's like, I don't feel good. What's going on. And then all of a sudden I heard it. It's like, yeah, well, how many, how many shots should we get? Okay. Okay. Tequila six. And I'm like, Oh, I know that voice. And it's like right behind me. And like it's energies leaching into my skin, and I just felt icky. And then I hear Holly next to me. She's like, "Hey guys, we're here at the bar. I think I'm gonna order like a diet coke." <laughs> <laughs> she's getting Sandoval, and he's totally noticing. Meanwhile, he, I have yeah. He like literally looked into like I, I feel like the video doesn't even like do it justice because he he was like closer than it looks in that video, and like he's acting like he's looking through me past my phone at the menu that said like pump teeny um and it's like dude you don't need to look at the menu and there was like seven menus on the bar and we were on one little part and he had to come right up to us and look at the camera it was like it was so busy like the bar was huge long yeah and there's no many it's three drinks yeah that's it yeah, so she's doing that, and I'm like, oh, I see what she's doing. And then I'm, like, talking to Brock, but then right behind Brock, this guy comes up, 
And Brock's like, oh, hey. And the guy looks at me. And I was, I was about to do that. Oh, I know. And then I realized, oh, no. It's Jason, the band manager. <laughs> like, we are not waving hello to him. Um, and I, his wife was there. And I told Holly, I'm like, I think we should go up and be like, hi. We're cool, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard him bragging it. I think it was, someone came up, was talking about, I really like the podcast. And I hear Jason, really? You do? He's like, I produce it. I produce that. Like, we're calling ourselves producers now. Yeah. I, it, we need to update our resumes because apparently you and I have been producers for eight years. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm a producer now. Okay. So. And, and like, our, like we could be like jacks or like, you know, when anyone like really argues about like Vanderpump rules, they're like, is this show real? Like, are you, is this, does this stuff really happen? And like uh, regarding our part, our podcast. Yes. Like we've really been friends. We're really friends. And our audio is all completely raw. Like we do not, we, we don't mess with it. What you see is what you get with us. <laughs> That's yep. the type of producers we are. So people were asking, okay, so we had obviously Jason there for Sandoval, Kyle Chan bopping around like his assistant, but we had no Joe and we had no Billy Lee. And I, I wasn't thinking that was weird until I was thinking about it later. I'm like, wait, they're both in the show. So I wonder why they didn't go. I don't, uh, for, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I would say, I would say out of everybody, those are the, they both have, you know, expressed like on social media and on podcasts and stuff that they get a little overwhelmed, you know, like when they're around the viewers and stuff, or they're feeling nervous about how they're going to be portrayed. But you would think that like, if you, you did the show, you think you'd want to be there. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess twofold. I mean, A, though Joe has come out and made her Instagram public and she's feeding into the fans she thinks she's about to have. Like, she's, you know, opening that door. But at the same time, who would she, she knows the whole, all the women hate her, don't like her, call her crazy, like Katie. And, but you know do I mean? they? But do they really? Because they say Katie. that they say that about Sandoval and they're all hugging him and carrying on. So like do they really or do they respect everyone as cast members behind closed doors? I don't know. Like I'm I, sure Lala would be like who and then Katie would be like Katie's openly not kind about Joe. I don't know what Sheena and Allie. I guess yeah, I don't know. But then Schwartz, you can hang around Schwartz, but no, he's probably doing the, oh, uh, yeah, I don't think that's, we should probably do that, you know, like, out of respect for Katie or some shit like that. So maybe she just knew she didn't have anyone, like any wingmen. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that seems bizarre, though. Like, like, for, like from a show standpoint, like, I, I, I am surprised she wasn't there. Why didn't they go together, Billy Lee and Joe? They're friends. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, is, is, is someone, like, what about Ariana's, like, so 
she the 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 only pet left in that house was the cat. Mm. Her dog Maya. Well, could Billy be watching the dog? Mm-mm. The dog. The dog's there. in New York too with Brad. Both pets are there. That's why Brad's there. He's a pet sitter for three months. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not even making fun of it. He truly is. I mean, yes. again, like I would just like to say, I would like a friend that would come pet sit my pets. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But does he have his own place or does he stay with her? I mean, it's, so then, I would think they, he would, it's expensive there, brah. Yeah. So then if she wants alone time with Daniel, I guess she just goes to Daniel's place. Yeah. What if Daniel has a roommate or something? Hmm. Put a sock on the door. What do you do when you want to hook up with Daniel, but Brad's there? (laughs) (laughs) She would have appreciated that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, so the other thing that, well, I'm I'm like, I'm I'm trying to think of how I can tell this story. Um... I was surprised Jax wasn't there. I was kind of too. He's A, for the trailer that they showed. B, he is in this season. Right. You know? Weird. Yeah, that, yeah, that is weird. You know, that, that, when they showed the trailer of the Valley, that is when the crowd reacted. Yeah, that, that that got much more of a reaction than the episode did. They sure enjoy that little Jacks on his motorized cooler, but now it's a little like kid jeep. The crowd got a real kick out of that. <laughs> I'm like, are we really sticking with this like cooler thing? <laughs> I I'm just like so upset about the Kristen Doty shot. Um where she's like Katy Perrying her eye, like I like did did they leave that in on purpose as like a little like Easter egg for us to laugh at because that there, there's there's no other explanation for it. Like what it's Ka- so obvious. What does Katy Perrying mean? You haven't seen like when she glitches her eye, like like just Google like Katy Perry eye glitch. Oh, I guess I can, yeah. She does this whole thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, it's like, I, I, I'm just baffled that they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are like, we want deep dives on the cast. I mean, we did talk about the cast a few months ago, um, but let's we should revisit it. It sounds like Alex Baskin told someone March 30th, <clears throat> but then someone's like, that's a Saturday. That'd be a weird day. I'm like, that's true. Um, we should do a refresher on the cast now that it's actually solidified with opening credits and everything before, because there's still going to be, you see like Zach Wickham posted, like, like I, he's obviously maybe a little upset. He's not in the opening credits, but he wanted everyone to know, rest assured he will be on it. Um, uh, yeah, I saw on every sing- on every person who is in the opening credit that posted, he's like, can't wait for everyone to see what we did this summer. Can't- <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we get it, dude. Like, Oh, my God. Really? And, and that would, like, 
Wouldn't that suck, though? Like, you you filmed this show, and then you don't even make it to opening. Like, you're not, at, like, a, a big player in it. Like, that would be annoying. I wonder if Max will be any any of it. So, if you guys remember one of our big breaking stories, um, that Max Boyens was on the show, but then walked off and said how stupid it was, and he didn't want to be a part of it. Um, and that was on the same podcast when we said Max Boyens hooked up with Katie. So... When was that? Like a couple months ago? Probably yeah. more than that. Yeah, it's been a while now. Like September or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I wonder if we'll see Katie and Max on this season. I wonder if we'll get any Max in the Valley. So then we have Zach, we have Nia, who is the Miss Universe, and her husband. And then we have the couple that does realty. I forget their names, Michelle and Jesse or something like that. Yeah. We have Janet and Jason. That the um, I would lo- I actually would love to do a podcast. Like, yeah, I think we will deep dive a little bit, and then I'd love to really dissect the way they did. You like j- even the way they shot that intro was so interesting. How it like it went to the woman, and then it like panned over, and like you got the the guy for like a little bit. Like it was very interesting the way they cut it too. Yeah, because at first I was like, who's the single lady? And then I'm like, oh, wait, she's with the – that was Nia, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, why was Dakota fanning at the premiere party? I don't know. Was it truly her? I don't think so. I didn't hear that. Okay. It was someone in our group, and maybe – because I think it was up from one of my videos – I think maybe it's um Oh that there there yeah there was a blonde girl. Yeah, no, I don't that wasn't a her. Yeah, I think she's an Instagram page person. I feel like not Zen Blonde, maybe. Um Well who, I, I, I saw this girl and I thought that, but then I didn't think like why would she be here? But then someone in our group said Dakota Fanning was there, and I thought they were making a statement, but then I realized, oh, maybe they're commenting on my video, thinking it was her. It would be a, a weird, I don't know why she would be there. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's that Instagram girl. Um, do you want to talk about when you almost got kicked out? <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> um, so, so they did say, they were very strict, they're like, absolutely no cameras phones phones must be put away when the screener is on and you will be told to delete it and removed immediately and so we're asked to get seated but they had made no announcements about the phone everyone had their phones out and we're kind of you're kind of waiting for that movie theater like put your phones away now but they didn't and then lisa got up and was like talking and she was like thanking everyone for coming. It was had nothing like nothing was being shown. So I'm videoing along with everyone in the theater and yeah. someone comes behind me and is like, oh, delete that. Now I need to see you delete it. Like I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had like seven videos and she made me delete one. So I was like, okay, there you go. I still have them all. <laughs> and everybody. Oh yeah. Cause you could just go into your deleted, right? Yeah. Stupid. Everybody else would still have their phones out. But, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Mr. Rick kicked out. 
was there anything more on the Valley trailer that we wanted to say? I mean, that's out there for everyone to see. Yeah. Not really. Not really, no. Is this is this going on regular or is this Patreon right now? Regular. Okay. I, I have more stuff to say on Patreon. I don't. I'm not going to say it here. Um. Okay. So then we. Okay. I spoke to Heather McDonald, Adam from Up and Adam. I met Emily D. Baker. We talked to Zachary Reality a lot there, and then at our after party, that is he has um, his own. TikTok and page Zachary Reality. He's Allie's best friend, so um, it's always we we see him now at every event. We saw him at the bungalow. We saw him at the House of Villains. So he's become our new friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we have yeah. I don't know. I guess my overall Schwartz was like busy taking pictures, and then later. Hustling, working the bar, talking to patrons, taking pictures while Sandoval's just like hanging out with his buddies, like doing nothing. Yeah. Um, I guess that's where we go to that part. Yeah. So we didn't ever think we'd be here again, but we're not alone. There, we saw all of you at Schwartz and Sandy's. So if we're going down, everybody's going down. Um, they had teased that and Schwartz is like, yeah, yeah, come, come. And then we were with shout out to Brian and Kimberly and everyone's going over there. So we're like, well, why not? It's a chance to hang out more because we hadn't seen Kimberly and Brian that much because we were in different sections and we were trying to get content and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, let's all go over there. Then we can hang out and shout out to Kimberly for giving giving Holly and I these amazing awards oh boots on the ground uh, we got a picture with Schwartz with our awards he's like what what is that and he was like reading it I think he was confused <laughs> he yeah he was like in a very frantic state like there was like normally our conversations with him are much more meaningful and this time it they weren't well, I had quite a conversation with him at the Schwartz and Sandy's bar, and he's literally making drinks for people, and he's keeps looking back at me, and we're shouting to each other. He's like, what? Well, where is it? Well, I don't remember this. Blah, blah. And then I feel kind of bad. I'm like, oh, my God, I just got to let the guy, like, focus. But he kept coming back, and then, like, so I had ordered a drink, and I was waiting for my drink, and then, like, he slides this shot over to me, and I was like... I did. I just thought it was for somebody, and I've been sitting there. I'm like, "Hey, Schwartz, what is this for?" He's like, "It's for you. It's a it's a welcome shot." And I'm like, "Oh, that was really nice." And it was like a fruity one, like it wasn't that good love and whiskey shit. That's good. So I actually took the shot. I'm not a shot taker. Took the shot because I appreciated the gesture. And then he came out and talked to us outside, um, more little bit I don't know I mean I did talk to him for a little bit I always have to bring up the Minnesota yeah I I like I'm at my the point where I I don't even want to talk to them like to yeah. to to fight for their attention amongst everyone is not my vibe I'm not doing it um these girls are like literally throwing themselves at Tom 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 oh. over here Tom oh Tom come back over here Tom t- okay let's take a picture and then Tom you have to tell it like it's there's no way there's a, like it was 
and, bad. And there was Sandoval too. Yeah, and they're exhausted because they're trying to be nice to everyone and they're trying to make sure everyone has a good time. And it's like I'm not going to get in the way of that. Like they're, <laughs> it's I, I, I really every time I go to one of these events. I'm just, like, so blown away by how I know I could never do this job of, like, A, putting myself out there to be on the show, and then B, like, be able to handle, like, what is thrown at them 24 hours a day. It's crazy. You know what you need now to wear to these events going forward? Sheena's new merch that says you're giving me the ick. <laughs> <laughs> that That's her new merch? Well, she's responding to... Nick Vile came out with merch saying payroll husband. So she was storing in their limo on the way to the party, like disgusted that he, now he's perpetuating this. Like, I thought he kind of let it go on his podcast. He's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that serious. So I was like, yeah, you know, just let it go. Sheena. It's like, he didn't say it. It was Charlie. Although he did chuckle so so but now he's so Charlie Charlie so is he sharing that the profits oh with Charlie? Because oh she God. said it. You're right. That's shit. Yes. Good point. Um, you, yeah, that'd be like so now Sheena countered with "You're giving me the ick, Nick." <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I do want to say I was thinking more with this whole Raquel podcast. That we're going to get into with the, oh my God, the revelations of Schwartz knew from the beginning and blah, blah, blah. I guess I'm, I'm kind of rethinking this. If you think about it, it's like, well, first of all, I recall him saying that on the reunion and Sandoval, that's when he freaked out. And he's like, no, no, dude, remember it's January. Um, Schwartz knew, but I think a, he, you know, why say something if at the time he thought it was just, a hookup, like a drunken one, one off, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> he didn't know they were going to go into a full blown affair. So of course you're not going to go tell Ariana. Sandoval's his best friend. Can you imagine if like you had made out with someone at bungalow and I decide I need to go tell Chad. Yeah. Like that's weird. Like I wouldn't do that to you. So why would Schwartz do that to Sandoval when everyone's like, he knew he didn't do anything. It's like, well, he actually kind of did. If you listen to Raquel, she's like, no, he set up boundaries and he told Sandoval it wasn't cool for us to be here. But Sandoval ignored him and said, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He doesn't care. But I guess he did. And then he put up more boundaries when he told Sandoval to have Raquel stop sending letters to Schwartz's house. So I think he does try to put up those walls and barriers and try to like stop the bad things from happening, but you can't stop someone else's actions. So short of him, like not telling Ariana, he was just doing probably what any other best friend would do to another best friend. Like, well, and it, it just shows so much of like the type of person that Sandoval is because, yes. um, I don't want to say that like I can, I, I see exactly what Sandoval, he's bulldozing over his weak friend. You know, like, he, his friend's like, dude, don't do that. And he's like, keep doing it. Like, he's not going to do anything. Like, he's basically calling him yeah. weak and is continuing yeah. his, you know, he's like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't respect what he says. Keep doing it. Right. Um, 
Yeah. Okay, so the last bit of Schwartz and Sandy's is so. And I uh, hold. I, I just I have to say mm-hmm. one more thing. Like, yeah, I don't feel guilty at all about going to Schwartz and Sandy's. Like, I don't care. I I think that like the whole thing is making me laugh. How people are like, uh, like. Every single person got in line to take a picture with Sandoval. Maybe some people didn't, but he had a giant line. People yeah. are swarming him. Everyone's coming up to him, and then they're not posting the photo. Like, like because they're afraid of people being like, what the hell? You know, it's like... He did have a huge line. And uh, and then people going to, to Schwartz and Sandy's, too. You know, it's like, the cast has moved on. I, I saw all of them being chummy with him. Like, it's... Like, we have to just, like, this is for the show. We podcast on the show. We're going to go get the story. We're going to see what's going on. We haven't been there in a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. That's Um, that. The best part was at the end. Oh, yeah. And Isaac is, Israel is right up Sandoval's ass again, like best friends. So he's moved on. Remember, he was so upset. He wasn't sure if he could continue his employment and so betrayed. He's gotten over it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so i think this kimberly and brian had left and we were about to leave and i i'm like okay let me go to the bathroom before we hit the road so i go in the bathroom while i'm in the bathroom i hear like a, a party of like i'm in the women's bath i mean i think it does say women and men's right not unisex mm-hmm. and like I can hear Sandoval's voice and like men coming into the women's bathroom. I'm like, um, hello. <clears throat> and they're like, yeah, I don't, what, was it in here? Do you think someone took it in here? And I'm like hearing this kerfuffle and I come out and there's Sandoval and Israel and some other people around and they're all like frantic and they're like, Tom can't find his phone. Someone took his phone. We thought it was maybe in the bathroom. And they're looking at all of us, like, coming out of the bathroom like we're suspects. <laughs> it's like, and then you heard it on your side of the bar, right? Like, more by the door that Yeah, I was sit- the- I was sitting by the host stand, and Tom came, like, running out. And he's like, Where's- I can't find it. Like, yeah, he's going off about – and everyone's around. Like, his little, like, like entourages around him. Like, oh, my God. Like, Kyle Chan – uh, Isaac, every, but yeah, they're like, um, um, and then I, he, I, he runs to the kitchen and he's like standing in the doorway and his poor little innocent bus boy is there. And he's like, where's my phone, man? Have you seen, have you busted off of the tape? You know, the, the guy's like, no, no, no. Like, and so, and so they all start running around and that's when they came out like flying to like the lobby and like, they looked at me and then Sarah came out, they looked at, and then we were, both walked out together and like, they like followed us out. And so we are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wish I had the phone. I know. I wish it was in the bathroom. I'd be like, ooh, what's in here? I'm just looking for mom to call. To, or, you know, how you call, like, mom or whoever yeah. texted last. Um, that would have been some interesting reading. Yes. We could have we could have reenacted, like, the phone falling out of his pocket. You know, like, we there's so much we could have uh, done. So, Sandoval, sorry, we don't have it. We wish we did, but we don't. Um, I wonder who does, though. I wonder if he found it. I mean, it's got to be locked, right? I'm sure. So, who, even if someone found it. Yeah, who like, doesn't have their phone locked? Well, actually, 
several people I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why don't you have a lock in your phone? That's stupid. Um, yeah, I literally just had this conversation with, like, two different people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I have, too, I have too much on my, like, uh, you can, like, access everything on my phone. Like, there's, you know, my... Oh, good to All know. my cards and everything, yeah. <laughs> I have it locked, so you will not be able to access it. <laughs> I won't be able to access your platinum black card. Yep. <laughs> so that was that. Um, you want to talk about Raquel? Sure. Oh, wait, you, well, you- well, wait, you, you left out the, um, the Schwartz smoking comment. That was amazing. So, so we're, we're out, like, there's a bunch of us, like, out on the, um, the patio. And, um, this, it just, like, explains his, like, his, his energy. Cause he comes out and he's like, hey, got everyone out here. Everyone, you know, just so you know, um, you, this, you're open to drink and smoke out here. And, like, everyone looked at him and they're like, dude, we already, like, we are. Everyone has drinks and cigarettes, and there's a giant ashtray. <laughs> like, was that a clue, Tom? Yeah, a giant ashtray out here with cigarette butts in it. <laughs> it's like he—it's he, like he almost wanted to get like a thank you for like what everyone was already doing. Was like, like, because what do you were like? They, cool, like, thanks. Um, also, um, we saw Greg for a second, and I—I I saw him you walk did? out, and I literally, yes, I chased him out. And he, he left. Like, I thought he was going, like, out to the, like, the back kitchen or something. Because oh. I was dying to ask him, like, dude, like, what's been going on? Um, but he left. So that sucked. That's why, that's why I went out there in the first place. Oh. I know. Miss, missed opportunity. Yes. The real star of Schwartz and Sandy's. Yes. Okay, well, a lot of you do not want to listen to Raquel Rachel's podcast, but they want to hear what happened. I personally thought episode two was pretty good, um, better than number one, and I wish other people would listen to it before they'd comment on it, <laughs> Lala, uh, because Lala took a lot of things out of context simply based on like stuff her brother told her. She's like, well, I didn't listen, um, I think that I think that's the problem with, like, the way that media is going right now, like especially in our world of of podcasting and like with the cast podcast, like this is this is where our news is right now. And if you don't listen and hear that context, like you can completely go off and like and then if you do go back and listen, you're like, oh, sometimes that's true. Um, I feel like an instance that Sheena keeps bringing up, I don't agree with because I did listen to the entire podcast where she was talking and I don't agree with her take on that. <laughs> she keeps on being like, if you listen to the whole episode, you would know. And it's like, we, oh. we actually did. And this is the first time I agree yeah. with what everyone's saying. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, Lala, Lala, and then again, she's like, she's not the brightest ball. Come on, we all know this. She just, she should never speak again. And I'm like, who are you to tell anyone to have, like, well, then, that, oh, that's on her podcast. Then she's interviewed on the red carpet for this party, and she's like, no, she should have her voice and her own platform to give her perspective. I'm like, you were just ripping her to shreds, calling her a dumb bitch on your podcast, literally the same day the podcast came out, telling her she should never speak. And then she's scolding her on her podcast. She's like, you know, if, 
And why'd you even get a golden doodle anyways, a bread dog? She's like, you're, you know, you could be saving lives from shelters, but instead you got a um, fucking golden doodle, bitch. You're buying designer dogs and you're killing dogs in shelters as a result. It's like, well, first of all, the dog was a gift from her parents for graduation. So take it up with her parents. Yeah, yeah. A little irritating. But anyways, um, so she just explains a lot. Like, I know that, and this is part of her travel at the reunion, her laughing or smiling in awkward situations. It's like, you know, she's kind of conditioned to do that when she's in like anxiety or stressful situations. I'm sure a lot of that's from pageants, but we, we know people that do that. Like, our friend Julia does that. It's like the most tense, awkward moment, and she'll start giggling. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? I remember she laughed at her wedding, but there was a time her <laughs> son was in a, like, super heated argument with her guy friend, and it was, like, Super Bowl Sunday. Remember, we're all in the garage, and they're, like, going at it, like, almost coming to blows, and she's sitting there laughing. And we're like, what the fuck are you laughing about? I'm trying to pull your son away, and you're like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that's, you know, Raquel, it's like some people are wired this way that that, it comes out that way. Um, I don't think she's taking pleasure or glee in any of this, but, you know, and it makes sense with the pageants, too, like smile through tough questions, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. That's what they literally – are trained to do for the final que- the final decision of every pageant is to you know smile through like you know how would you solve world peace or you know like um or more like when they oh my god those questions they're so stressful like the Israeli leader of blah 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 you know when they get so specific and political I like stress out for the contestant <laughs> like, or like it's always like yeah it, or it's always like what would you suggest to stop school shootings? You know, and it's like, yeah. uh, how I would stop school shootings. It's like, it, what, it, that even the tone, like, it's like that, it's such a serious question. And like, uh, and you have to think on the spot of how to answer that. Like it's, you know, and you're standing up there. Uh, yeah, it's. That was a question on one of the pageants. And the yeah. girl literally said, I would arm all of the teachers. And I thought, that's controversial like that's yes that's an opinion of half the country and it's also an opinion of not not half the country so I thought "Mm, a little polarizing of an answer whether you agree or disagree I thought usually the contestants supposed to play it a little safe Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. I don't think that was a very safe answer although if that's what she feels cool yeah it's just uh I was like ooh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I might have chosen like, you know, education and accepting one another. And, yeah, I don't know. Paying attention to early signs of mental distress and bullying and. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> I mean, you should look into the age cutoff for the. The misses. Mi- misses yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm not a missus. Maybe it's like senior. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I actually do have a friend that does all of those. And it's always like, Miss Elite World. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, you know someone in that, too. They came in, like, third. 
Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So the question was about them, Ariana and Tom, still living together. And I appreciate her answer because I also believe it's true. She thinks that Tom is just not leaving the house because he's being stubborn. He, it's a power play. And because he wants the house. He, she said she didn't think it was for a storyline for the show. It's literally him being an asshole. And I think that's true. Yeah. And if he has so much money that he keeps bragging about, because I just heard him talking about how he's famous and single and has with some money, it's like a whole new vibe. I'm like, well, if you have money, then although we don't want him to have the house because why should he have the house? You know? Yeah. I, I, I liked that. Um, I like, I just completely lost my train of thought. I, I, I really liked that she explained this. I, I I feel like you and I both really knew this too, like from our conversations with Sandoval and Ariana when they got their house, where they when they were in the process of it, how excited they've been. You know, like I feel like we kind of went on that journey with them. And it is such an accomplishment. And so I I liked that Raquel Rachel brought that up and I don't know. It was just nice to hear it again that both it's important to both of them so much. Like it means it's yeah. deep, it's deeper than just like F you. It's like it's a symbol of like how like how we how we keep bringing up to the cast and we're like we've been doing this for so long. It's like yeah. that's how long they've been working to get where they are and now everyone's telling them just fucking sell the house. It's like, well, ma- that's Maybe it's not that simple. Like, it, it's not that simple from for people who came from nothing that, like, earned that. You know, like, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. very interesting. And I think in the future, when Ariana and Sandoval, I think he could tell his story, too. Like, that's, like, the the interesting part that, like, would be great for a book or something. You know, like, the fallout of this and, like, the choices that were made. You know, this is what happened. It, it's It's pretty interesting. Oh, other factors to consider too like it's a really bad time to sell then didn't he take out like that extra home equity loan for his bar so they've got to they can't just sell it and then be even steven here you go and so i think that is maybe part of why maybe because he took out that loan so we've heard this from someone else and then we heard jack say this on spencer pratt's podcast how Sandoval, oh, Sandoval himself said it. Sandoval pays for everything in that house. Ariana's been staying there for free. And Jack's just like, well, she, she want to leave. It's free. I'd want to stay free. And they're like, they're making Ariana look bad, right? Sandoval's like, she hasn't paid her mortgage or anything in six months. Well, what if, what if the deal was, hey, I need this home equity loan to get the bar, but I know it's not fair to you. So how about like, you just don't pay the mortgage for like, whatever it is, six months, 12 months, that could be a, you know, why too? I don't know if she's paying anything or not paying anything. We don't know. I don't trust Sandoval. Remember, remember when, remember when Jax would like do that to Brittany? Like when she was, you know, first out, he'd be like, Oh, okay. Well you, you know, I take care of you. I do everything for you. Like he would like completely just belittle her. Yeah. But that would make sense to me. If she truly wasn't paying anything, it's probably to counter the extra equity he took out on it. And, like, I feel like that's also, like, a a relationship thing, too. Like, maybe – and maybe that did happen a little bit. And, like, I could imagine – 
I think that's why things keep seeping out of Sandoval, where he's so freaking bitter. He's like, he doesn't want to come out and straight say that because obviously, like, everyone could make a case against him for every, you know, the, like what you just mentioned. Like, she doesn't owe him that because she's giving him all of this, this other, you know, like, it's like, it's a very fair trade. But like, like him mentioning the batteries and the pens and the, you know, yeah. like, that that's that's on like a little scale but i think it actually is a big scale and he it's like he can't he's like he's freaking he wants to just like scream but it's like you idiot like it's yeah yeah um i didn't listen to the spencer and heidi podcast but from what i saw then i heard heidi was saying yeah like why doesn't she just want to get out and move on like get your go get your own apartment girl like it's like why aren't you saying that about him? Sandoval, go get your apartment, boy. Move out. But nobody's saying that to him. They're saying it to her. It's like he's the one that fucked up. Why can't he be the one to go get the apartment? Yeah. I don't know. It just irritates me. It's it, like, yeah, Heidi, you don't even watch the show. So don't comment. <laughs> um, Raquel said that Tom was dating the second that she entered the facility. And kept getting photographed, and um, she said they had kept writing letters, and Tom said, dude, send it to Schwartz's, you know, their letters and packages or whatever. But then he said after a while, Schwartz said, said no. He goes, I guess Schwartz doesn't want to be my friend anymore, so send all the letters to my house now. And she said, well, that doesn't seem right. She's like, what if Ariana sees? And he's like, no, I'll, I'll – uh, I'll make sure my assistant handles it. And she's like, are you sure? She's like, cause that would be very probably hurtful and awkward. And she literally said, like, I don't think he actually gave a fuck. And she said, she actually now thinks that maybe he wanted Ariana to see her letters or postcards. So the, the first letter sent to the house, it was because Sandoval told her, send it here now. Cause Schwartz isn't my friend. She questioned it, but did it anyways. That's when Ariana saw it and went on Watch What Happens Live. Unfortunately for Raquel, the day before, she had just sent that postcard with the lightning bolts. And then she saw the Watch What Happens Live and she was like, oh, shit. She's like, oh, my God, now she's going to get this stupid postcard. And so she called Tom and was like pleading, please, like literally sit by the mailbox. Make sure you get that. Do not let her see this postcard. I got it. I got it. And, of course, he did it. So I, I agree with her. I think Tom was doing it to fuck with Ariana. Because it's not that hard to, like, get the mail or have your assistant sit there and wait for the mail. Yeah. Maybe do a mail hold. <laughs> yeah. You know? So then he can go pick it up at the post office. But, like, I I guess, like, my, my question, like – the only like little thing I caught there with with Rachel was like, you you said he was talking to people right when you got into the facility or whatever, but then you still were sending him letters and th- and like yeah. completely, I don't know. And um, true, yeah. But I get it. Like I I don't know. I just. I yeah. I also feel like people have been um, commenting that like. 
you know, she's still so into like being in the limelight or whatever, and that her her and her mom would sit there and go on social media and listen to podcasts and follow everything that was going on. I also don't fault her for that. I feel like anyone would that was in her situation. Like, obviously, it would be the most healthy to completely cut off from social media, but like, I wouldn't be able to look away either. But yeah, I don't know how how smart that is when she's trying to heal mentally. I don't know. That was one of our questions we did on the Q&A on Patreon was, do you think, you know, Raquel should, is, do you think it's healthy for her to be watching and, you know, podcasting after she watches now these season 11 episodes? As she said, she has a therapist on standby for the morning after it airs. And it's like, yes and no, like, no, it's probably not healthy and not great for her mental health. But at the same time, how do you sit back knowing there's a whole show that's going to be about you and you don't you don't know what's being said and you also don't have a way to rebuttal, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's no way I could just not watch. So ideally, yes, but in reality, who could do that? But, but I, I think like, I don't, I find it maybe like, this is like dumb of me, but I find it almost refreshing that like, she's admitting it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's kind of, if I if I was if I was Raquel, I would be trying to play it cool and be like, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna watch or I like but like the fact that she's like straight up saying like you know, that it's like it's kind of bugging her, I like that. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so she <clears throat> gets into the production. She's like production watches and listens to what the fans want and try to incorporate that into the storylines. Obviously, because the rumor of Schwartz and Raquel hooking up in Coachella in April um, started the whole fan base going, oh, they should date. Oh, that's a great couple. And producers were watching that. So they decide they want to try and push this storyline. And then it kind of gets in Raquel's head. And so um, for a a brief minute, she's like, hmm, maybe I do want to. And she says that's when she asked him to make out at the Canyon Club during that it's like the opening of season 10, Tom Sandoval, blah, blah, blah. We were there. Um, and he's, she's like, and he shut me down. He was clearly not into it. It was very clear. And she goes, and I just totally got over it. It was just, I kind of felt like a nudge from production or whatever. She goes, but I got it. And she's like, I was telling Sheena the next day. Yeah, I'm totally not interested. I'm not going to go there. And she said production was there filming. And they're like, whoa, 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 take easy there. They're like, you know, we're, we still have a reality show to film. Like, maybe you should still pursue this thing with Schwartz and like totally, you know, made that happen. And then all of a sudden now it's Schwartzy is interested in Raquel. And she said, yes, it was all set up. They set up that table, which we knew because that those wedding designer guys were sitting at the table and production asked them to move. And then they spent the next hour setting up all the lighting around that little table in the pool at the wedding. And she's like, and then production asked me to come over and sit down and film a scene with shorts. So I went over there like a good soldier and he kept like mumbling and had his hand over his face as we can. She's like, I can't hear you. What? (laughs) What? And, what was he saying? Like, I don't really want to do this, but he's like, Oh, Oh, I really want to make out with you or something. And she's like, what? (laughs) And so forth. So planned. We knew this. 
And then everyone started cheering and looking at us and clapping and, you know, so then she says, so then they went off to the side, like, maybe let's go over here so we're not in the middle of everyone's attention. So that's when, you know, we see that on the show. They go off to the side. And she said, and then all of a sudden I heard this, she goes, and I look over and there's Sandoval, like army crawling over to us with a couple beers. He's like, here guys, enjoy. Um, so Sandoval knew about it. This is already post make out or hook up with Raquel. And she goes, and I know Schwartz wouldn't do anything. Schwartz knew about their hookup from the, the morning after it happened. Cause Sandoval was at Schwartz's apartment talking to Raquel on the phone about how to move forward. And no, we're not going to tell Ariana, let me handle it. Just go along with whatever I say. And so Schwartz knew from the beginning, which we knew, and so, and she goes, and I know Schwartz wouldn't have done anything without Sandoval approving, especially knowing um, we had already, you know, hooked up. So Sandoval knew, Sandoval planned this, production planned this. Sandoval's probably using Schwartz as a shield and a cover-up to throw the attention away from them. I mean, I cannot tell you how exciting this part of the podcast was for me because it was just like, it was satisfying. <laughs> um, I, lo- I love, I love, loved, loved this whole little bit of tea. It was just dazzling. It was everything we said from the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, conspiracy theories. It's like, no, it was so clear. <laughs> the production was planning this Schwartz Raquel storyline. It's a show. Um, it's a show. Yeah. Um, it's just, a, or, or or as some people say, it's just a show. It's just a, like it's just a. Okay, <laughs> Jason. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she said she continued the banter with Schwartz because she because production kept pushing that and encouraging and she goes so it became more like we were playing a role and I was playing a part and this was this was what I was supposed to do in my part she goes and everyone's you know Schwartz was playing a role Sandoval's playing role she goes so really it was like you know this is just part of our script she's like unfortunately though it was at Katie's expense because she said after she did the Canadian club thing and she came clean with Katie and Katie said going forward I will not be your friend if this happens again. And she goes, so I knew she's like, no, I was done with that. She goes, I'm not interested, Katie. And he's definitely not interested. So don't worry. Um, And she said she meant that. um, But then she said she felt this pressure from production and she thought she was looking at it as like just playing this role. And she knew Schwartz wasn't serious about it, that he was also playing a role because she knew Schwartz was not into her and that Sandoval was. So she just thought it was now, playing a part. And she said, unfortunately, you know, at Katie's expense, um, she said that filming that scene with the Toms at Sir was, it showed on all of their faces. I mean, you guys, you could read it. Remember yeah. that she mm-hmm. sat in the middle, all three of their faces. You can see that. I can, I, can, feel I, can, it. I can feel like I, I can like see it in my head right now. Yes. You can feel that energy. Um, Okay, so then after she does the little kiss scene at the wedding with Schwartz, 
um, she's like, so then we all decided to go to the nightclub at the resort called Destiny. And, and she goes, and production came up to me and they're like, wow, that was great. You did, you did a good job, Raquel. Hey, we are thinking about for your birthday, what if we did a, a glamping trip? And she's like, that's what I wanted. I had kept, I guess she had kept asking and pitching a glamping trip for her birthday storyline. So she goes, so automatically I did what they told me to do. They said I did good. And then they rewarded me with what I had wanted. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, so she confirmed Schwartz knew right away because, um, and Sandoval was not happy with Schwartz when at the reunion he said, you know, early on or last fall. And Sandoval was like, what? No, no, dude. You didn't know till January. And, like, that's why she said, kind of suspected, Sandoval got all aggro mad in the alley outside the trailer. He pulled her out of the trailer and was trying to talk to her to make sure she stuck with his story and not Schwartz's. And that's when Patrick... The- production was trying to you know film him and he freaked out can i just talk to her alone and they're like no is he was pissed off about tom and his timeline yeah um yeah 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 he wanted to uh, you got to back me up and like not expose them. She's like, it was like a control tactic. Mm-hmm. Which totally was. What are you going to say? I just like, I, I've seen, you know, comments of people being like, I like, I won't listen to it. Like I can't do it. Her voice her this, whatever. But I feel like if she does keep talking about it, especially through the episodes, um, it's going to give us such a great timeline and such a great insight into, like, if you cared about Scandival and you want to pick it apart with us, like, this, like, it's it's great um, information. And I know some people have said they don't believe her, that, you know, she's like a known liar and they don't care to hear what she has to say. But it's it's interesting well, to to take, like, what we know and then, like, place it against, you know, what happened. It's, it's just, like, an, another little fun mystery. She's literally saying what we said exactly as we were speculating a year ago, because then she tells the Peter story and everything in the Peter story is what we said. Yes, that that was also very satisfying. Yes, that it was planned. It was staged. It was production. She said, yeah, and we knew that they had gone on a date in March, wait, long, months before filming, right? We knew about that. And she said, no, it was more like I wanted to like get out and start doing things. James had Allie and it was really affecting her. So she's like, let me just start getting the gears going. I can go out with Peter. It's safe. He's, I trust him. It'll be chill. We'll just go out for a drink. Just kind of like a practice, like get, you know, these, you should do practice interviews and that sort of thing. She's like, unfortunately, she's like, I had like four lemon drops, no food. I was crying the whole time about James and he was like comforting me Um, and then he was driving her home and she had to have him pull over and she puked outside of his car and she's like, yeah, it wasn't great. And then he's like, well, that was a lot of fun. I think we should do it again. And she said, are you kidding? You thought that was great? And she's like, no, she's like, I think we just need to be friends. And that was in March. And then production, you know, people got wind of the date 
So here's production paying attention to the fans like, yes, Raquel and Peter. So production, when they start filming, approaches Raquel about going on a date with Peter. She's like, no, we already tried that. It didn't work. I don't want to go on a date with Peter. And they're like, well, but the problem is the fans saw that you did and they're for it. So we really need to recreate that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that they recreated the date for filming. I'm like, I'm racking my brain right now to think of like what we can, like, what do we want to see this season? Let's just manifest yeah. it, put it out there, and then we'll get it. Because they're listening. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, they do this, you know, Peter asks her out on the show and... She So Raquel did not want to agree, but she felt the pressure from production. She said, well, no dinner date. It has to be during the day only. And so they're like, fine. So then they do the day date. She said that the same kind of thing happened. She goes, I started crying again. She goes, this time I was crying because I didn't get my Miss California storyline. And he was comforting her. So she was hoping she was going to win or at least, you know, have more of a story around her Miss California. And I think you made a really good point about, you know, the cast. I was just saying that if she really thought that, if she thought that, you know, she was really going to win, it was, um, and it it was talking about that because I'm sure they all talk about their storylines. I just, I have a feeling that is why, we saw a lot of the cast and other people coming to her pageant. They complained about it later, but they were going, they were filming, they were taking footage because they thought that that they would be a part of that storyline with her. I really, I really truly believe that. Yeah. And at least they'd show it through their own iPhone videos. Mm -hmm. Um, But because she didn't place that wasn't a storyline, and so she had to go, go along with this uh, this Peter one. And they're like, well, do you think Peter knew? Because, you know, Peter seemed very upset at your starter pony comment. He thought it was real. And she explained that wasn't meant to be derogatory. It's an insult, but more like practice makes perfect. Like, get back, you know, get back on that horse kind of thing. Um, but she goes, but I mean, he could. She goes, Peter... Since he's an original, he is at a very high episodic rate. And she goes, you know, this gives him a lot more episodes to be in so he can make some coin. And after, you know, all, all he watched everyone go by McMansions, Peter's maybe a little salty and maybe wants to, I'm saying this, she didn't say this. Once he's like, why am I not making, you know, Peter's still living with his brothers, you know, like he's like 57. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Like I'd want, he's like, I've been here since the beginning. Can I have some money? Um, and that was a great way to do it. I do think he was truly a, I I mean I enjoy the the Peter thing like was it was like a little um I don't want to say it was comedy relief in the season but like I I really enjoy it was like very enjoyable um and then his responses to everything was like it was so over the top and I mean it really was just a so, joy he was so shocked and butthurt <laughs> over the starter pony like he took that real person I'm no starter pony he was angry right. But then I don't get it because he's so adamant. 
he said this on every podcast, but he was so adamant, remember, on Jamie Lynn's, and she tripped him up, and he's still, no, no, how he will not and has not dated any employee under him at Sir since he became a manager 12 years ago, since, like, Stasi era. And, you know, Jamie Lynn even said, she said, well, what about Raquel? She's like, aha! <laughs> She was not working there at that time. Stop it. <laughs> and Jamie's still like, well, yeah, but she kind of still was. Like, she was off that week. I mean, what the fuck? Raquel said she was still working there. And so Raquel even said, she goes, I knew it was crossing the line as manager and server. And so she went along with it because she thought it was for filming. <laughs> so does Peter think, okay, Peter, either you're crossing the line as a manager or you did it because it was fake and you were filming. Which is it? Yeah. You're denying both. You can't deny both. You have to own one. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to go back and listen to that Jamie Lynn Oliver episode with Peter. Can we make a shirt that just says, like, in quotes, aha, uh-huh, and then and then Peter at the bottom? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Aha, uh-huh, Peter. <laughs> So just another, uh, yeah, interesting kind of break the fourth wall. It's, you know, it's nothing that, like, we haven't all said or speculated on. Um, it was just nice to hear it really solidify. And it, it makes everything make sense. And, yeah, I think it's. I, I just got a picture of the little baby. He's so oh. cute, you guys. Oh, my God. I, my brother still hasn't said the name. I'm, like, literally going to, like, jump out of this seat. Like, what is his dang name? Um, I'm dying. But he's so freaking cute. Seven pounds, five ounces, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what about the length? How many inches long is he? I was like, can I get a video or something? I'm literally, like, come on. Are your parents there? No, I don't think not yet. Oh, they'll come in a month or two. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that time I was like, they're not there yet? Yeah. For you? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was getting very mad. I was about to send a strongly worded text. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's that. And we are going to cover Southern Charm and Southern Hospitality tonight or tomorrow whenever you get a chance to watch it i've already made my notes oh i've got beverly hills and salt lake i can just do on patreon um yeah i i started um salt lake yeah i I need to finish everything and then um yeah i i I can do that by tonight for sure southern charm wrapped up so we'll be done with that and then yeah i haven't watched southern hospitality but i will watch that today um, yeah, and then I just, like, I have to just, like, do a huge shout-out to Kimberly about the, our, the trophies that she made us. Like, you guys, go to go to Facebook or wherever to look at that photo. She made Sarah and I these little trophies with boots on them and said, like, like with our name and the podcast and everything, and it says, like, boots on the ground. It's so <laughs> freaking cute. Um and like Ron, like Ronnie was so jealous when I came. She's like, "You got a trophy, you know?" Because she's always one who gets trophies. <laughs> and I'm like, and like, and she saw how cute the boots were and everything. And I was like, "Yeah." And like, look how detailed it is, you know. Um, and I'm like, and it has my name on it. So, oh my gosh, they have podcast awards. We should be on it. We should win. Best boots on the ground podcast. Investigate a podcast. Yeah, yeah. In the um, 
reality category. That'd be like another that. great shirt idea. Vanderpump Rules Party. Boots on the ground. Cute. Actually, that should be our tagline. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, with boots. Yes. And that is my favorite type of boot look, is a combat boot. A combat boot. And I have tall ones like that, and they, but they have a big chunky heel and like just you know if I was dropped off the door yeah (laughs) walking more than five minutes not conducive (laughs) so um yeah that was the other thing about the event too it was like my feet didn't hurt my back didn't hurt all the things that were hurting at bungalow I'm like I never noticed one thing probably because we were walking around and we had chairs and we had you know I was not in pain for once in my life. Yeah, it was such a it was just such a great event and um just beautiful. Like not crowded. Like there, I literally can't pick one thing apart about it. It was so nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were worried because it said it held three or four thousand people, and we're like, "Oh no, it's just going to be like." Which packed. it does. It just wasn't packed. You know, that it was going to be like theater seating, and everyone's just wedged in. You know. Um, but no, everyone was down on the main floor, everyone. And like, I wish I, I like that many people bought tickets. Like, I wish I would have walked upstairs just to get a video and to go up there. Cause there was a bar up there too. I would have, it would have been cool just to go. I should have walked up there to go see. I thought about that because didn't the Toms go watch the premiere up there? Yeah. Um, we, we should have just went up there. I didn't know there was a bar up there, got a drink and then just like sat like right down next to him. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, you probably could have filmed from up there. Yeah, um, you're right. I would have been just so awkward. And it's like quiet because we sit down so they don't want to say anything. Well, did he on the on the red carpet <laughs> when Sandoval was being interviewed, he was like, I he's like, I've already seen the episode. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna watch tonight. I probably won't. So he he like put it out there that he didn't even want to watch. So that's why I think he went upstairs. He didn't want to be part of it, you know, and he was just up there whatever. Yeah. Um, Interesting. What? Wonder what they were doing up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks you guys for being patient. And- yeah, I'm so, you guys, it was my fault. I'm sorry. I was like I was running, I was trying to I was hoping the baby was going to be born earlier. We were at the hospital and then I had a thing that I had to do last night, so I worked out. I was very hungover. Yeah, because I, I texted. I was because I was reading everyone's comment, and I felt like everyone's like, "Where is it?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad." So I texted Sarah. I'm like, "If I'm getting home at 11 p.m., like if you're if you have like a burst of energy, like hit me up, you know." So I was in, I was in bed at 4:30. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys, I literally had like I was trying to count. Uh, I know I had like five or six champagnes. I know I had like six or seven pumptinis. I had a drink and a shot at Schwartz and Sandy's. Like I was not feeling well yesterday. Yeah. 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 They saw me at breakfast. So, um, I was at this hotel by Holly's house and Holly and Ronnie came over to, um, cause she drove. So she came over to bring my car back to me <laughs> nicely. Um, uh, because she drove home. I did not drive clearly. Um, so we get breakfast and I, I got this plate and I just, I picked up the spoon with like one little egg on it. And I was like, nope, I had to put it back down on the plate. I took the bagel, which I did not eat. 
But then on the car ride home, my stomach started being like, and I'm like, oh, okay, you got to put something in. Yeah. Eat the dry bagel. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went, we drove, so we left like right after we had breakfast and then we came, we came back by there like, I don't know, like three times yesterday. And every time Ronnie was like, is Sarah there? Is she there? Can we go see if she's still there? Like she wanted to see like if the car was still like, I'm like, dude, like, I'm sure she checked out. Like it's like two o'clock. <laughs> oh. I'm like, she's long gone. <laughs> Yeah, I left at 11. Nice. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Congratulations on the baby. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.